So should we fess up to what we've done? What have we done? We wrote our vows with it together. <laughs> oh my god, there's no end to what we will, <laughs> what we're willing to use. ChatGPT. We're getting married in a few months, and the 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 celebrant people asked us to give them the text for our vows, and we're like. Well, it's, we just use it's, GPT? Just, it's the ring vows, isn't ring it? Vows. Is it the same still thing? part of the vows, isn't it? I don't it? know. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, when we exchange rings, we've got to... We'll be, we've got to say it in a computer voice. Okay. <laughs> You're not... Hello, I'm Fiona. And I'm Tristan. And welcome to the Versed Kaiser Scenario. The podcast where we find out just what happens when you quit your day job with no other job to go to. Which is exactly what I've just done. Oh no. Uh oh. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Yeah, it's Easter Sunday. It is. Barely had any chocolate though today. No, but you did a nice little Easter egg hunt for me, which I really enjoyed. No, oh, it was cute, wasn't it? <laughs> Three little Kinder eggs. Hidden very obvious places around our house. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I was inspired by my nephews who, but their mum will do them an Easter egg hunt like in the morning, on Easter morning, and then they will insist on having them re-hidden for them all day long. So they end up doing like six or seven Easter egg hunts. It's cute though. Or sometimes they will hide their own eggs and then ask you to go and find yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> and then they forget where they put them and then they end up losing them. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, because it's Australia, they melt and they're eaten by ants. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, it's, that's what goes down. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, everybody. <sighs> Cool. So this week I wanted to, I know we touched on it a little bit last week, but I want to talk a little bit more about chat GPT. <laughs> and I have to say it really slowly because I keep saying GTP. You say it wrong. Yeah. But it's GPT. I think it's because I played GTA. Yes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> GPT. But yeah, I feel like it's everywhere or that everybody's talking about it. Yeah. I don't know anybody who's not using it or not talking about it. Yeah. Well, last week we talked about it um but having not having done you know a little bit of playing around with it and having seen what canvas come out with and you know having a very basic play uh-huh. this week i've dived in much more deeply and it is way beyond what i thought it was yeah and um, i know i talked about the robots coming to kill us and um what we're going to do after the apocalypse i was just joking yeah (laughs) it's not a joke no longer joking yeah it's scary i feel like they're gonna take everybody's job (laughs) yeah well both of my brothers who work who 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 have i guess one one works in sales and public relations i guess and the other one works in content creation and copywriting yeah they both told me they feel threatened yeah yeah do you feel threatened um, yes, I guess I do a bit. Um, I'm not sure to what extent I should feel threatened, but there's definitely a lot of aspects of my job that people will not need me for. So, for example, um, you know, I've seen examples where people can just say, you know, turn this button to a Halloween theme, mm. and it, and, <laughs> and you know, it it will do it for them. Um, like, and that's going beyond chat GPT. It's, it's using chat GPT to like give the commands and stuff, but it's also using AI to generative AI. Yeah. To create, 
different types of output. Um, So yeah, people could basically have a vision of, of what their website should look like, just talk, you know, talk to their computer, say, this is basically what I want, press a button, and it will create a web page or a whole site yeah. that does exactly what they say. And then they can just say, okay, actually, I need to refine it and just keep giving instructions until the website looks and feels exactly how they want it to. Yeah. And so why would they need me? Why would they need a UX designer? Or well, why would they need a developer? The example you just gave deleted, what, four jobs. It deleted <laughs> a developer. Yeah. It deleted a copywriter. Yeah. It d- deleted a designer. Yeah. And, you know, you have a PM who manages all those people. And maybe a tester. And a tester. <laughs> what about data and analytics? Well, I think, and again, you won't need you know, people doing analytics anymore, because you'll say to me, okay, what was the top performing product in the last month? How does that compare to last year? You'll you'll exactly just be able to type or say your query, and it will get fed back to you. Give you the answer you need. Obviously, at the moment, this is not quite possible because you cannot put any confidential information in. And you should not. No. And, and I've seen a lot of people getting really mad that when other people have because they haven't realized that once you put that information in there, you know, they've got it. And it's, it's part of the algorithm. Yeah, it's no longer confidential. Yeah. So you've got to be very careful what you can put in. But I think eventually, you know, there will be these guardrails in place and you'll be able to have it for your organization and and make it um, private Mm. and and you will be able to do data analytics and and keep it confidential. Yeah, absolutely. I I can definitely see in data analytics, it being um, just absolutely brutal. Just just completely wiping out the point of having an analytics team when anyone in the business can, or hopefully within the business, can ask a question and just get the answer that they need straight yeah, away. Yeah. Uh, but and but, more, even more complex than that, it yeah. could be what should we, what product should we double down on next quarter? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Predictive could, analytics. Could it become dangerous in that the wrong people have access to too much information and they're not sure what to do with it? Or, you know, like as a data analyst, you're very good at here's the data and here's why the data is showing this or you're giving reasoning you're you're giving um, recommendations based on your experience all of that I wonder if somebody was to just ask a very simple query and they get given an answer if if they're going to have all of that context and that reasoning behind why let's be clear asking a question of the data is a very small part of analytics exactly what analytics really exists to do is to drive the business forward and to help the business decide on its strategy yeah. and what, what it what it should be focusing on. Mm-hmm. However, to do that, you need to have data and you need and you need to know what to do. But I, I think the data, it won't just be a matter of asking it what was our best performing product last quarter or what did we do in sales? It would be what should our strategy be? <laughs> yeah. I could literally see that that being achieved by this kind of technology eventually mm. because it's not just going to go and look at one data set and say what was the best well, not just going to go and answer that it's going to look at lots of different inputs qualitative and quantitative both mm. from within the business but also from outside of the business as well in the general market yeah so it can combine it is essentially a gigantic data set yeah so i think what we're talking about is probably hopefully quite far away and i feel like 
in the immediate future, actually it's going to be a huge benefit to people like you, people like me, where actually it can just make our jobs a lot more efficient, mm. you know, and we can provide more value and, and more help to the people that we work with. However, I do see a situation beyond that where, you know, uh, we, we are redundant in our roles because actually the AI can do actually far more yeah. than we can do. And it will, it's going to have better recommendations that we can give. It's going to be able to give all of that context. It's going to ha- give you caveats if you ask it a question and, um, you know, there are caveats and things. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to happen in stages, but it does kind of worry me. Like, yeah, no, it... What will we all do? What will our jobs be? And Surfing? I, well, I, I was talking to my dad about it and he was saying, you know, when the Industrial Revolution happened, he said people thought there was going to be mass unemployment. It was going to be terrible. What were, what were people going to do? But actually, it just created a whole new set of jobs and, and you know, very interesting jobs for a lot of people. But I don't know what's going to happen with AI. Yeah. I, I cannot imagine where what our jobs will be or what they'll, where they'll go. You know, I don't know how it's going to work. I think that it's very difficult at this point infliction point in technology and you talked about the industrial revolution that's also another infliction point seeing beyond that curve when you're in it when you're in it yeah but i think when you've come through it and you look back you're like well that was obvious yeah so perhaps it's right for us to sit here going we don't know what the the future holds for us and other people in our industry and that's just in our industry which is you know tech and websites and design and data those kinds of things but there are loads of industries this impacts let's not forget yeah but there will be a point where we go through the infliction and come out the other side of it, hopefully without a robot uprising and mass death, <laughs> that we get to see what that was. And the people who do predict that now uh, are going to win. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I, I feel like we need to remain open. We need to remain positive. We need to use these tools and get on board with them and use them to our advantage and keep abreast of the curve and um, be there for when, if there are new different jobs that open up, we'll be there ready and waiting. That's right. Like I gave the example earlier of my two brothers, both telling me that their jobs were threatened. The next question I asked both of them was, okay, but have you explored it? Have you worked out how to use it? Are you trying it? Both said no. Yeah. Yeah. And why not? (laughs) (laughs) Why weren't they? Why have they not tried it? I think they're both, one of them, I think, lazy. The other one, I think, <laughs> eh. <laughs> not interested. Not interested, not my thing, you know. Yeah. If it happens, it happens, I'll do something else. Yeah. But I imagine, like, with with the jobs that they are in, like we say one is a copywriter, one works in sales, I think it will become part of their job. I don't think they will be able to get away from it. They will have to use it in their role. And um, if they don't, then they'll have to find a different kind of job because they'll all be using it eventually. Absolutely. So maybe it's just a bit of early resistance, but they'll come around to it. Yeah, let's hope. So fear-mongering aside and sticking with the topic of chat GPT, GTP, GPT, GPT. GPT. GPT, yes. Um, We both had a play this week and, and done some pretty cool stuff. I'd love to hear about what you've been able to get done 
Yeah, so so this kind of came out of a conversation we had last weekend with some friends where they said, um, I thought there was just like the waiting list that you had to join, but then they were like, oh, you pay $20 and you get access to it all. So I was like, right, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do this week, play around with it. Um, and so pleased I have. So I started off um, just asking it some, some cool questions and playing around. And then I started thinking, well, for my own business, I would like to create a course. So as I've said previously, um, I do consulting and it can be quite expensive, but I would like to give people like a DIY option. So teach them how to do what I do themselves and give them a much cheaper um, alternative to my services. So I wanted to create a course. So I typed into chat GPT, hey, I'm a UX designer. Um, I design marketplaces uh, for people who are uh, using ShareTribe technology. They're usually first time founders. And um, I would like to create a self-paced course for $99. Um, could you please give me a course outline, like list the topics that I would do? And I, it just like super fast gave me like 10 modules, mm. described like the title of each module and then like three bullet points on what topics I should cover within each module. And I was like, wow, mind blown. So then I was like, okay, so if I was to create this course, like what, what, what form of teaching should I do? What would be the best way to teach them? So it said, well, you should do a mixture of uh, video modules, text-based modules, and um, practical examples, or not practical examples, um, exercises. Yes. Exercises that they can like do. challenges or tasks for them. Exactly, yeah. So I said, okay, that sounds interesting. Um, could you give me an example for module one? Could you write the course content for me for module one. So it then did the, the whole of module one, which was um, they gave me a video script as well as like directions. So it would say, you know, start a video with your face in the middle of the screen and some bullet points of what you're going to talk about, then change to slides. And it just basically described everything that happened on screen as well as um, what I would say out loud in the video. And then it did the, you know, it gave me all the text for the, the text section and it gave me a fantastic exercise that was really cool. And um, yeah, it was just like, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> like this has literally just created a whole course for me. I reckon if I spent a day, it would just, I could, I could create the whole course. Um, maybe the videos would take a little bit longer, but if I got myself all set up, um, so then the next step of what I did was, um, I haven't published it yet, but I'm creating a landing page on my website, which will direct For people course. to the course and where I outline, I give all the whole course outline of the, the topics. And I think I'm going to do a pre-sale. So I'm going to test it before I go and go ahead and create this whole course. Um, I'm going to test the appetite for people who either find me by SEO on my blog or people who get referred to me from other clients or other people in my network. Um, I'm just going to, yeah, do do a pre-sale, launch it at a very low price, maybe like $29 or yeah. something like that, and see if anybody bites. And, and if somebody buys it, I'm going to go ahead and create it. Do it, yeah. So, That's awesome. Exciting. So... 
Thank you. Yeah, I based on your example, I kind of did the same thing. Yeah, because each night I was like, oh my God, Tristan. Yeah, and I was like, okay, fuck this. I have to do this myself as well. So I did one, but I did it based on becoming a data leader. So it was kind of me talking to someone who's maybe a step or two behind me and how they could move into leadership roles within um, their company. So that whether they become a chief data officer or they become the head of data or a data steward or whatever it happens Mm -hmm. to be. Uh, so I, yeah, I've done the same thing. I got a 10 module course video based, uh, with a script for the video and a, uh, a what do you call it? Uh, questions, challenges Quizzes, type thing, yeah. quiz type thing, and a text for them to, to take away and, and read later nice. on. So I would also like to create a video and, uh, a video course and and I don't have a website like you do that's getting loads of traffic so I'll probably try and put mine out there via my my LinkedIn mm. uh, audience which I think will be fun yeah. and drive them to a Gumroad site or whatever site I hope to uh sell it via I think you've got some suggestions yeah and uh, see if anyone's interested and I'll build mm. up the whole course just like you however I want to talk about um what I originally wanted to do with it was to use AI generative um, avatars yes. to do the video yeah. instead of me recording myself. There is there is software out there um, that you can upload your script. You pick an avatar, you pick a voice to go with that avatar, and then they will just literally read your script on, on camera, not on camera, like on the screen, there's a, a face speaking. And in the background, you can have your slides. Yeah, so it's an AI person. It's not a real person. I think it's a real photograph of a person. Yes, okay. So it's a real photograph of a person. And maybe they've done um, shapes. Maybe they've recorded like yeah, mouth shapes. They will have done that, yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, when you, you feed in your video script and within 30 seconds, this person is speaking your script. Speaking my script, yeah. <laughs> it's mind-blowing. Yeah, so that was my original goal. Now, I did a little bit of testing with a few different platforms, and I'll be honest, I don't think the technology is good enough yet no. to not feel really robotic. It does feel robotic, and it's a bit distracting. I think it takes you away from the content because you're busy looking at this person. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a little bit staccato, if you know what yeah. I mean, like a bit unnatural in the flow of the language and some words are pronounced a bit strangely still well yeah because you can choose their accent can't you you can say i want them to be british or australian yeah even you can even have foreign accents yeah french accent or german accent whatever Uh, and that's cool but for the purposes of my video first of all it's actually very expensive this software and to record like a long course you, they just don't give you enough credit mm. on the platform to do that. You can get like 10 minutes for yeah. like the max for the whole month. So to record an hour long course, for example, it's just not feasible yet. Plus the rendering takes forever. It took 15 minutes to render, I think 20 seconds of video the mm. other day. So, I mean, <laughs> my, my expectations are so high. That's it, it takes forever, but like, it's very, it's very impressive, but it's just not, good enough yet it's so early days we're really at the beginning of this yeah. um and i imagine like we've i feel like we've come a long way in the last six months in terms of ai like where are we going to be in the next six months the next 12 months like you know okay it's really it, it, 
some of these software tools aren't where we would like them to be, but they'll get there. They will get there. Yeah. 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 So people always talk about, you know, when there's the hype around a new technology like crypto and um, NFTs and whatever else, and ever a few people get on board and it's like all this, this hype, and then it just kind of dies down or goes away. I know crypto hasn't gone away. And in many, in many respects, it's as big as it's ever been, but it's just not been hyped about, and particularly with like the financial crash, people taking less risk with their money. So mm. fewer people are probably investing in crypto. I don't And the people think... who did all kind of lost their money, to be honest. A lot of them did, but I don't think that's the same with AI no. and chat GPT. I don't think this is going away. It's not the same thing. Although, you know, with Elon and them saying, <laughs> trying to... Pause it. Pause it, yeah. I can see why. I can absolutely see why. They get their heads around it, yeah. Because, so, on this, uh, on the chat GPT that we're using, you can use the 3.5 version, and you can also access the 4 version, which is the better one. Mm. And I ran a few queries in chat GPT 3.5, and chat GPT four to compare the differences. Now four is a lot slower because there's a lot more demand on the network for the service. Um, so it is a lot slower, but once it produces the output, wow, it's, I was impressed with 3.5, but then that's all four and it's- The whole different ball game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it is scary how quickly it's moving and I can see why we need to pause and slow down and, and just kind of take stock of things and, figure a few things out yeah. <laughs> before this goes too far. Absolutely. We end, we, we're coming back to ending on a negative. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted this middle segment to be all Sorry. happy and bright well, and like what you can do and what we've done. And... Well, I, I'm, I'm still using it. Yeah. And, you know, this week I plan to do a lot more with it. Uh, my dad was on the phone to me the other day and he was like, so this chat GPT, what do you think of it? And I, and I was busy like, oh yeah, it's great, blah, blah, blah. I was like, why? Like, I was kind of surprised he'd heard of it. And he was like, oh yeah, I'm using it. <laughs> I was like, what are you do using what? it for? And he was like, well, um, I'm writing my uh, best man speech with it. Not best man speech, Father of the, the bride. bride speech. And um, I was like, what? <laughs> he typed in like, What's a, what's a good three-minute Father of the Bride speech? Uh, so he said, I'm using that as my base, but I'm going to personalize it and yeah. make it my own. But he, I think it's, name here. <laughs> it's a lot better than what he had come up with because I think he'd written like quite a few notes and uh, ideas, but he's been really impressed with ChatGPT. And I'm really impressed that he's even heard of it, let alone using it. So Should we fess up to what we've done? What have we done? We wrote our vows with it to <laughs> Oh my God, there's no end to what, we will, what we're willing to use ChatGPT. They're getting married in a few months and the, the, the celebrant people asked us to give them the text for our vows and we're like, well, it's, should we just use it's GPT? Just, it's the ring vows, isn't the ring it? Vows. Is it the same still thing? part of the vows, isn't it? I don't know, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, when we exchange rings, we've got to... We'll be, we've got to say it in a computer voice. <laughs> You're not... Oh, I don't know. Do we have to memorize this or not? No. I hope not. I hope they give us a card or something. Do, well, do we repeat after them? Oh, we repeat after them. I don't know. I'm not sure. Shit. I'm scared we're going to forget. Let's remember it. Let's remember But now with the internet, I can't remember anything because <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so there's something else that's been inspiring me slash us this week. 
This is lame though. <laughs> <laughs> and non-technology related. In fact, it's probably as far away from technology yeah. as you can get. Um, we're about to admit this. Uh, well, uh, what? it's okay. What? That we've been watching the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> I think the BBC makes great programs. I have no shame in watching the BBC. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's it's pretty good. I'll be honest. Yeah, so we've been watching Race Across the Globe. The, the world. world. Race Across Race Across the World. Um, and they're on their third se- season now. Um, so the, the one, the most current one, is um, traveling through. Still coming out, isn't it? Canada. But we've gone back to the beginning because we hadn't seen it before. And we're watching one where they go. So they have to travel. They're in a race. There's like uh, five couples. Pairs. Pairs, yeah. So they're not necessarily couples. They're like family and friends. Yeah, yeah. And they have to get from London to Singapore with the cost of an airfare and no planes um, no but no planes yeah and they've they've got to they've no got, mobile phones or any technology no technology and they've got 50 days to get from a to b from london yeah and they all start in the same place and they have checkpoints along the way so there's like six checkpoints along the way and it's just been amazing yeah. i loved it yeah, enjoyed it yeah it's made you want to travel hasn't it yes it yeah has. i mean we travel I feel like we haven't travelled, in it? not really. No, we've been posh travellers. But not even that. I don't even feel like we've been away that much recently. No, we've only been away once this year, and that was a skiing trip. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't very travelly. No. I do want to do more adventures. Yeah. yeah. We, we tried to do an adventure in... Uh, well, our last one was March 2020 when we tried to go <laughs> to Canada. Yeah. And we got sent home because of COVID. But... Um, yeah, so basically, I just want to try traveling for a little bit. <laughs> well, I think when we started this podcast, one of the things we, one of the main topics we wanted to focus on was that we are now our own bosses and that we're leaving yeah. the nine to five corporate structure, leaving companies to decide when and where we work. Yeah. And so far, we've worked in our home office, which <laughs> is exactly the same as where we worked uh, at the uh, job. And more than that, we've worked Monday to Friday, nine to five, yeah. <laughs> or nine to six mostly. It's so hard to break. That We're habit. conditioned. We really are, and and I kind of warned you about this when I, um, when you quit your job, and I'd done it before, and you know, it's I found it incredibly difficult to break out of that nine to five. The conditioning is real. Because you feel guilty anytime you're not working. You're like, oh well, I should be working. And, yeah um yeah you feel like you're slacking if you're not but that's like we're we're living this freelancer lifestyle so that we can have the freedom to go off and do things and like we're wanting to go and visit your brother in germany and we're thinking what weekend should we go (laughs) and then we're like no dickhead go (laughs) midweek (laughs) yeah so we'll go midweek to midweek and then we can work out there Whilst we're there, because well, he'll yeah. be working as well. The only extra cost is our flights. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just in an Airbnb and we can cook meals even if we want to, but we'll probably exactly. go to restaurants and drink beer. But... but we can spend time with your brother in the evenings because he'll be working in the day, we'll be working in the day, spend time with him in the evenings, and then we've got the weekend yeah. to spend with him, like the whole weekend instead of traveling. So, I, yeah, we, we really need to change our mindset. How do we do it? I don't know. How do we convince ourselves that we are free to travel wherever we want, whenever we want? As long as we can get on the internet, we can work. We can yeah. take our laptops with us. 
it's all fine. We need to practice working outside of our home. But I think the part of the problem is we have got a nice setup at home. Go great, our office. Like we've got fantastic. Well, first of all, we have chairs. our own office. Yeah, we have our own office, so we're used to having like peace and quiet, our own space. We've got a standing desk. Yeah, great chairs. Desks. The chairs are super comfortable. We've got second monitors. We've got webcam. Artwork. Artwork. Yeah, we've just got all of our home comforts. I have a couch. Yeah. In my office, exactly. which is very comfy. It's great, isn't it? So, you know, for that reason, I, I wouldn't really want to go down to the local coffee shop and go and and sit there because I make better coffee than they do. Exactly. Like we. And also, you have to pay for it there. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just have a way better setup here. But, yeah, I would like to maybe practice working either abroad or even in the UK, like, just, you know, renting an Airbnb for a week or, yeah. or three days or something, somewhere different. Change of scene. Change of scene, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and eat something different and yeah. hear some different languages and do some things you've never done before. For me, I think the biggest one is change of scene because I think we just spend a lot of time in our house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. And that's not why we're doing this. Um, but yeah, so we need to change our mindset. But I think to give ourselves some excuses, it yeah. has been winter and winter sucks. we're very new to this. I only really finished my job at the end of January. And I was, what, October last year? Yeah. And, um, yeah, when it's winter, you kind of just want to hibernate anyway. Um, we've also not had a huge income whilst we're doing this transition. Like getting, we're getting the ball rolling. We're now more, we're starting to. Yeah, we're getting more money in now. But I think we would have felt very guilty or really mm. bad when, we, when we've got a wedding coming up and all sorts that, you know, we're spending enough money on that kind of stuff yeah. already. But to then go and spend more money on traveling and, and stuff would yeah. be... Well, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the pod, but I think it was March was my first month of like proper income. Yeah. And it was better than my last month. Yeah. A full-time job in a almost executive level role. Yeah. And your April's shaping up to be pretty good April's going to be pretty good too, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the work that I've done so far has been kind of consulting work, remote consulting and and hour paid by the hour and i've said this at the beginning i don't want my life to be all about being paid by the hour i want a little bit of it well it's fine to do i I think particularly in the early days yeah that's okay like you need to get the ball rolling get your foot in the door and on all of that kind of thing but i think yeah i started off at the beginning charging per hour as well like that's just how yeah i started but um I think we'll get there. We'll get there where we we're not trying. Yeah, more yeah. project project I mean, based I'm no work. I'm no longer doing that. I I'm fully project based work now. Project based work, but also productizing. Yes, that's, that's the key. That's what I want to do next. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's taken me a little while to figure out what that what I want that to be, but I mm. think I'm getting that. I think you are definitely you're probably closer than I am. To Maybe figuring that. Yeah, that out. it's a tricky one because you don't want to waste time on products that aren't going to sell. So yeah. you want to actually make sure you've had enough conversations and you've come far enough in what it is that you're doing to realize what it is that people are willing to pay for that doesn't require you to be present. 
Which is why I think consulting is actually really good as a starting it's point. great exposure. Exactly. You're learning so much by diving into different businesses and, and seeing what the, the common themes are that they're all struggling with and figuring out, you know, what it is that you can provide yeah. as a product. I think I think it's really valuable experience. And I think, you know, you just kind of have to do it. Yeah. And it's going to take a while. It could take a year or two before I really, really yeah. nail that. But uh, I've got to keep in mind that it's something I'm, I need to really stay focused on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I look forward to doing a pod coming to you live from Thailand <laughs> or coming to you live from Kenya. That would be or cool. Or coming to you live from Banff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wherever. Imagine. Imagine. The first one might be from Cologne. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not too exotic. Yeah, no, no, no. Just uh, after I've had a schnitty. Oh, yeah. That's oh, schnitzel to everyone listening. <laughs> I look forward to German beer. And beer. Beer. Well, maybe just one beer. I, I'm getting a bit over beer. Yeah, I don't drink that much beer anymore. Yeah, I think you said it really well the other day. Like, the first beer is really good. And the second beer is, it's all right. And the third beer is just like... Mm. I don't want a third beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, it's always a signal to us that when we get move on to the topic of food, that it's probably time to... <laughs> To wrap up the pod. Yet again. Yeah, Yet I need again. to go and put the oven on. Yes, we need to. Oh, we're going to go and do a roast. Yeah. Pork joint. Pork joint. Cannot wait. For Easter. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, followed by chocolate. <laughs> followed by chocolate. <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> Sorry, Clarkson. <laughs> Bye, guys. Good night. <laughs>